you are not alone on your journey. Listen in to the Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable with Lisa Belts, twice a month for your well-deserved dose of positive energy and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect, and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car, so step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Coach Lisa, and this is the Unshakable Living Show, where we help you be divinely and supernaturally unshakable. So today is November 23rd, and today is my dad's birthday. Um, He passed away a few years ago, but I still celebrate his birthday. And growing up, a lot of times, or at least sometimes, his birthday would actually fall on Thanksgiving. And so I thought it was just really fitting for me to honor him and remember him on my show today. And I want to talk about the legacy of Thanksgiving. And I'm thankful for the lessons he taught me. And I want to talk about generational legacy, as well as how we can create legacy for our future generations. And just before I jump into that, I do want to mention um, I have set up a YouTube channel. And so you can find my episodes from this year out on YouTube. If you do a search for Lisa Belts, B-E-L-T-Z, or if you search for The Unshakable Living Show, you can find the current episodes. And then going into 2023, I'll be adding some new episodes out there. So um, I would love it if you would check that out and leave me some comments. Um, It's a new adventure, and so I'm really excited about it. So coming back to Thanksgiving and legacy, let's kind of start by defining what we mean by legacy and some of the different aspects that legacy can take. So the formal definition of legacy is something that is passed on, but legacy can be in many forms. It can be faith, ethics, or core values. A legacy may be monetary or assets. A legacy may come from your character, your reputation, the life you lead. It can be setting an example for others and and guiding them into the future. Another way to think about legacy is a lasting impact on the world. It's a gift that gets passed down through generations. It can be something tangible like an asset, money, property, or it can be family stories. I have friends who can trace their relatives back to the Civil War, both on the North and the South, and part of their family heritage, part of their legacy are those family stories. A really good friend of ours grew up in Kenya, and he actually does a lot of teaching through parables and um, fables and stories. And in a lot of cultures, um, legacy is passed down through generations in stories. So that can be another way that we leave a legacy for our family. It can be a business. It can be the profits from a business. You can set up a foundation. You can create a charity. Leaving a legacy really means dreaming big and changing the world for the better. And Benjamin Franklin put it this way. So when I think about Thanksgiving and the first Thanksgiving 
and the choice of the turkey and all those kinds of things, I go back to the, the founding fathers. So again, I thought it was just really fitting to use the Benjamin Franklin quote. If you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead, either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. Leaving a legacy through your work and your life means doing something worth writing about and changing the world. So in my family, part of our legacy is our work ethic. When you work at something, do it well, do it right, leave tools better than when you found them, invest yourself in your work, and take pride in what you produce. Good enough usually isn't. That sums it up pretty well. So many in my family were blue collar workers, capable, accomplished, and productive. That's part of the legacy that I've inherited. And even though I'm a project manager and a life coach, you know, more the white collar kind of work, that work ethic of giving 100%, of staying with something until it's done, done right, and finished comes from the work ethic I got from my dad. And knowing the other members of my dad's family, his brothers and sisters, my cousins, that same legacy expands across the entire Stanaway family. And so I have also elected or chosen to intentionally pass that same legacy on to my daughters and to my grandchildren. It's something that we talk about. And it's also important that you set legacy with intention. A lot of times we just live by default. And if we don't create legacy by default, if we create legacy by default, it will usually not end up being what we want it to be. And so going back to my dad, because, you know, again, I just really want to honor my dad today, whether it was his job, um, he worked for the Pacific Northwest Bell. So for those of you in the Pacific Northwest that have been around a while, he worked for the Pacific Northwest Bell for 30, 30 years or more. Um, whether it was his job or leisure activities or hobbies, everything that we did was done thoughtful and it was done well. There's also a side of the family that brings in procrastination. And it's the trade-off of doing things well is also can be the feeling that it has to be perfect and that it's going to take a lot of time to do it. So don't start something unless you know you can finish it. And so the trade-off to that is learning to implement what we call ridiculously small steps or RSS. When you have a task, even if you want to do it exceptionally well, just begin. It may take you longer. You may have to do it in sprints or in chunks, as we call the technical term, but get started. Even if it's those ridiculously small steps. So back to the point, we did leather working together. Uh, grew up on horses or grew up with horses, riding on horseback, a lot of, you know, saddles and hats and boots and shafts and a lot of leather. And I still have some of the, the pieces that my dad made, you know, wallets and belts and purses. And again, the work that he did, the workmanship was done well. It was done carefully and thoughtfully. And to have it, you know, some of it is is 30 or 40 years old, to have those pieces that my dad made is really part of my legacy. 
And I have a rocking horse that my dad made for my daughter that we are now giving to her daughter. So you know, we, we have a, a legacy of the craftsmanship that went into that woodworking. We would also take the horses and pack back into the mountains during the summer. Many of my best memories with my dad come from those times in the mountains. The legacy there is family time, simple time together, riding horses and fishing, enjoying God's beauty in the mountains. It wasn't complicated and it wasn't done to impress anyone. It was done simply for the joy and pleasure of doing it. I have to say that as an adult, I've lost sight of some of that. And I'm working now to rediscover that feeling and attitude and the joy that comes with doing something just for the simple fact of doing it and the joy that comes from it. So legacy can also look like family traditions and values. Again, my dad and I had a tradition of packing back into the mountains on the horses on the 4th of July, and we would go far enough back in that we could find a glacier or at least find some snowpack that was left, and we would throw snowballs on the 4th of July. We did that for several years running. And again, as an adult now looking back, it's one of my fondest memories. You know, it didn't cost, well, horses cost a lot of money, but it's not like it was an expensive thing to go do. It was the fact of doing it together and having fun doing it. And my dad attended Washington State University um, studying, you know, forest service, forest management. And again, he was only there for a year, a year and a half. But fast forward, my daughter went to Washington State and got both her master's and her PhD. And while she didn't choose that school because her grandfather went there, I really feel that the universe or God really intended it and that that is part of our family legacy. Um, several of my family went to Washington State, so there is some tradition. There is that, that college affiliation there. And as I was writing my script today, it's like some of this feels a little bit like I'm rambling, but I really want to share with you what legacy and what inheritance and passing that down, that generational um, core values can look like. It doesn't have to be anything formal. It doesn't have to be something in the form of money or assets or those kinds of things. It is, again, your family values. It is, again, what are you intentionally establishing that you want to pass down? And I came along late enough in my parents' life. I really didn't know my grandparents as people, but I know them by reputation. And so you think back to your grandparents and even your great-grandparents, people that you didn't meet, but that you know influenced your life, that influenced the way you think. Those are the things that contribute to legacy. Those are the things that contribute to inheritance and to the way you think. And again, in the second half of, of today's show, we're going to talk about practical steps that you can take to intentionally create your legacy. So let's go ahead and just take a quick break and we'll be right. Life is good when you are in the right place at the right time doing the right things. I would love to coach you and get you there. My goal is to help you live your dreams, commit to your success, 
and be your best self. Become unshakable. Schedule a free introductory coaching session with me and join the unshakable movement. Connect with me at coachlisa at lisabelts.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-L-Y-S-A at L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z dot com. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching Commitment, Clarity, Coachable, Creative, and Change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabeltz.com. That's L Y S A B E L T Z.com. Welcome back to the Unshakable Living Show. And so we've been talking about Thanksgiving and legacy. And so the next part of legacy that I really do want to touch on is the Thanksgiving and the gratitude part. So this holiday, as we go into the Thanksgiving season and then on into Christmas, I really want to challenge you to look back with a fresh perspective on your growing up and find at least one and maybe up to three things to be grateful for. Things that tie to legacy, things that tie to inheritance. It could be a smell. One of my favorite smells, again, when I think about my dad, is when I was little, he used to smoke a pipe. And it was that sweet smell of the cherry tobacco. And I can flash back to being three, just in a heartbeat. And again, beyond just the smell, it's just that warm feeling of being together. You know, typically we were either, you know, playing games or watching TV, doing something together. And so it can be that smell that takes you back. The gratitude comes in to the scenario, the context, again, that warmth and that stability. So it can be a smell. It can be a memory. It can be a person an experience, a core value, think about your faith. Again, a lot of our our political beliefs, our faith or religious beliefs, our inheritance or legacy that we get from our parents or our grandparents. And so I want you to think a little deeper and find those things that you want to carry forward. If you've not ever done any thinking about legacy, start simple but find a couple of things that you know you've gotten from your generations and then find things that you want to be sure to pass on to your future generations. And I know we didn't all grow up necessarily in healthy homes. It does make it more challenging if you did not, but dig a little deeper and find at least one thing that you treasure and value as inheritance and legacy that you can be grateful for. And I don't mean to minimize bad experiences or gloss over them, but when we move into gratitude, it puts us back into the driver's seat of our experience. Don't necessarily know that everybody's going to be in victim mode. It's not even maybe quite that. But if you did not grow up in a healthy, supportive home, find those things that you do treasure. Find those things that you do value. And I would encourage you to write them down. Um, When we do the act of writing and recording them, it just kind of helps to set them and make it more real. So the final aspect that I want to talk about today 
is setting intentions for the legacy that you do want to leave. Just like anything else, if we don't approach legacy on purpose, the default really isn't what we want. So for me, my legacy is caring about people, seeing the best in people, and being a loyal friend. People are my core value, and I want to teach my daughters, my grandchildren, and anyone who will listen, honestly, the value of genuinely caring about other people. We live in a culture where we're quick to judge and we make um, snap judgments and we have a lack of kindness, a lack of heartfelt, genuine care for our fellow human beings. And part of my mission in life is to reverse that and to go back to caring about your neighbors, to go back to supporting people who are going through a hard time, whether it is someone who has lost a loved one, lost a job, struggling with health issues. We all need each other, and we are all here on this planet together. And part of my legacy, a big part of my legacy, is helping others to realize that we're all on this together and that we need to care for one another. And so when my daughter was a senior in high school, she paid me the highest compliment I've ever heard or I've ever had by looking at me one day and saying, Mom, everything I know about caring for other people I learned from you. There is nothing that anyone on this planet could probably say to me that would be more powerful and make my heart warm more than that statement. My husband has also told me that I will never fully understand the part that I played in his life by standing beside him as a wife and a friend when he went through a really hellish, hard, difficult time. You know, I'm, I'm not their foundation. I am not responsible for their happiness. That's too heavy of a weight to carry. But I can be a solid state constant to walk with them, to teach them, and to live the example of what I want to rub off on them. Oftentimes, I think these types of legacy elements are caught more than taught. When we see caring in action and we know what it's supposed to look like, we can emulate that. You know, it's the analogy about you don't learn to swim out of a book. You learn by watching others in the water and then jumping in and doing it yourself. So whatever you choose to, to make your legacy, again, whether it's creating Thanksgiving traditions, you know, I had some friends talk through their, their Thanksgiving traditions today. And it ranged from everything to the day after Thanksgiving being anti-turkey day to where they fix beef or ham or anything but turkey to having pumpkin pie for breakfast every Thanksgiving morning to being part of an Italian family where you had three entrees and six side dishes every Thanksgiving, whether there was three people or 30 people. Thanksgiving traditions, Christmas traditions, all of those play into that idea of legacy and the things that we're grateful for. So in addition to caring about people and passing along the work ethic legacy, I really do want to leave a legacy of financial wisdom and wealth for my family. And for me, wealth is really just a tool to help care for other people. Living and influencing the world around me needs money to do it on a larger scale. My careers and what I invest my time, focus, and energy into become my legacy and determine what inheritance I leave. 
So as you review all of the things that you're thankful for this Thanksgiving, think ahead 10 years or even 50 years and think about what you want to look back and be grateful for then. If we don't set out to intentionally build that legacy, it won't happen. And some of the wise people that I'm listening to that are truly influential right now are telling us to even think a hundred years down the road. You know, if you do 20 years for a generation, that's five generations. What do you want your great, great, great grandchildren to have inherited as being part of your family? And it's something that I really had not thought about. You know, I can I can envision doing a three to five year plan. I can envision what I want for my grandchildren to actually think far enough in advance to say what I want to start building now. I want to last 50 to 100 years. That's kind of a new concept and, and a bit of a stretch for me. But I think there's a lot of worth and value because it's going to help you solidify and clarify not only your purpose for being here, but what you want to be remembered for. You know, we talk about on your headstone, it's not the the years, it's the dash in between. It's what did you live? What purpose? What legacy? What are people going to remember you for? Those are the things that you want to invest your time, your effort, your thought, your intentionality into doing. So when you think about a career, if you just have a J-O-B, a job that you go to every day to earn enough money to pay your bills and get up and go to work again tomorrow, it's hard to really leave a legacy from that part of it. But when you think about your a career in terms of leaving a legacy and not have it be just a source of income, it takes on a deeper meaning. When you're pouring your time, your energy, and your passion into a business, you want that to have a lasting impact. You begin thinking about what does legacy mean? How can I build one? Your legacy is an inheritance. It's your gift of service to others. Learning how to leave a legacy is also a gift in itself. Teach your children and your grandchildren that they need to create and start thinking about their legacy earlier than you did. A legacy and creating that inheritance also helps you to find your path to genuine fulfillment in your life. And so if we kind of step back and look bigger picture and look on a global scale, for examples, look at Nelson Mandela. He helped defeat apartheid. Lawrence Rockefeller conserved thousands of acres of parkland that became our national parks. Madame Curie discovered radiation and was the first woman to earn a Nobel Prize. Albert Einstein changed the way we understand the universe. All these people understood that leaving a legacy is the true purpose. So to kind of wrap up today, I just want to say thank you, Dad, for the inheritance and the legacy you gave me. I love you and I miss you every day. And so also, again, I want to mention, I'm excited to announce that I've created my own YouTube channel. Um, if you go out to YouTube and search for The Unshakable Living Show or do a search on Lisa, L-Y-S-A, Belts, B-E-L-T-Z, you can find all of The Unshakable Living episodes from this year so far. And then also I wanted to share that for Black Friday and between now and Christmas, 
I have marked my book and workbook on sale on Amazon. The name of the book is Becoming Unshakable. And the workbook is the Becoming Unshakable Workbook. You do have to Google or um, search them separately on Amazon. They make great Christmas gifts. And if you purchase both a book and a workbook, either for yourself or for a gift, I am offering you a free 30-minute coaching session. You just need to send me an email at coachlisa, L-Y-S-A, at lisabelts.com and send me the Amazon purchase order number, and that will qualify you for that free coaching session. So if you know someone who is trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up, or someone that has a limiting belief that they want to overcome, or someone that needs some help um, getting to the bottom line of why they can't lose weight, why they're self-sabotaging, any of those kinds of things, looking forward that coaching can help, I just suggest that you make them a gift of the book and the workbook. And so I want to wish everyone a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And I will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks and good night. You've been listening to The Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable with Lisa Belts. Tune in twice a month for your well-deserved dose of positive energy and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car. So step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.